0: Straight to your phone, free every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The most important male in the room is usually the best dressed male in the room. Free exceptional. Work on your game. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those of personal initiative—that is, the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella one unifying philosophy that is called "Work on Your Game." My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why your uniform matters. And Before I even get into explaining where this comes from and why I'm talking about it, first of all, let me tell everybody that I have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge. Everyone who is in my texting community, you can get into that community for free, and every day you're going to get this message that's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. If you want it, get that, and I think you should, since you're already listening to this show. Text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894, and every day when I send out the daily motivation starting With tomorrow, or maybe today, depending on how early you are texting me, you'll be getting that daily motivation message. So, let's get into the topic here today. So, first of all, if you remember about a month ago in episode number 2245, I talked about why I started wearing suits more often. If you're watching this on video, you can see that I am even doing so today. And I talked about why I started doing it. And I didn't think it was even that big of a thing to talk about. It was a topic that I almost wasn't even going to. I'm not sure I was even that excited about even recording it in the first place. I didn't even think it was necessary for me to even talk about it, but I did. And I didn't think it was going to even lead to that much response. And then what happened is I made a shorter version of that video that I put on YouTube a couple weeks later. It was actually before the episode came out in the podcasting app. So before it came out in audio because I record these episodes ahead of time, way ahead of time. But then I put a video on YouTube that came out before the podcast episode came out. And I took a snippet of that video, I posted to Instagram, Instagram reel that was about 70 seconds long. And the Instagram video, that got a good amount of feedback from people, which is an interesting thing because when I did the full context podcast episode, that, I mean, people got the full context, but it didn't get as much response as the YouTube video. The full context podcast episode was what, twenty-five minutes. The full YouTube video was about seven or eight minutes. And then the Instagram snippet was about a little over one minute. And the Instagram snippet got the most response probably because that's the one that people were able to give the most attention to, or at least percentage wise, to that seventy seconds rather than the full context conversation that I had in the podcast episode, which is a whole different conversation, tells you a lot about people's attention spans these days and how much attention they're willing to give to a subject. But anyway. That Instagram video, the reel that I posted, got a good amount of feedback from people, specifically from a lot of younger black males, let's say under 40 black males. And some of them had some pushback to some of the things that I said, even though all they saw was a 60 to 70 second snippet of what I was actually saying. So as I normally do, and I'm the one who brought this up, I'm going to offer more context to this point that will defend my position, first of all, why I said the things that I said in episode 2245, why I said the things I said on YouTube, and some of the comments that I responded to on Instagram. And I'm going to knock down a bunch of the flimsy arguments of people who were pushing back against my points. Now, before I even get into this, first of all, let me refer you to some other episodes of this show where I've talked about this exact thing. First of all, in episode number 1953, I talked about why image matters a lot and the value of image and why it matters so much for how we show up and how people see us and how you're being seen by other people. In episode number 435, I talked about why you should care about rankings, top lists, and subjective opinions, opinions that come from other people. I told you about in episode number 1407, why subjective opinions matter more than facts now. And so these things, I'm referring you to these anytime on this show, since we have over 2,000 episodes on the show and thousands of hours of content that have been published through this masterclass's all time feed. And you can listen to any episode that I ever referenced on this show. Usually, when I reference an episode, we put the link to it down below in the show notes, wherever you listen to this. But if it happens to not be there or you're looking for any other episode, just go to com. You can see the full list of every episode in the history of the show. But the reason why I reference these other episodes and anything that I'm talking about is to make sure you all understand the context that I'm not just making these points just to kind of cover myself or defend myself right now in the moment. So this is what I'm talking about here today. I'm not giving you a whole bunch of brand new positions that I'm coming from. These are brand new points that I'm going to make, but this is not a brand new position. The things that I'm saying to you, I've said before, I've said them in different ways and different contexts for different reasons but these are not brand new ideas. So I don't just make up a brand new position just to defend myself for something that I said for the purpose of expediency. I've been talking about these things from different angles. I want to make sure that people understand that, that I'm not just making up something just because you no know, you or somebody else said something and I thought of it you know, just yesterday in my sleep. These are things that I've been talking about. It's just that sometimes I had to give the same point from different angles so different people can get it. And also at the same time, because the show comes out every day. I understand it. All of you may not listen to every single episode that comes out, so you might miss a couple. So that's why I refer you to some other ones. And again, this is why we keep the show going. So let's get into this. And again, the topic here today is why you're uniform. I'll put uniform in quotation marks. Why you're uniform. In other words, the way that you show up and how you present yourself physically, the way that people can physically look at you and see you. Why does this matter? Does it matter? Yes, it does. Why does it matter? That's what I'm going to explain here today so everybody can understand. Because what I think happened, and I'll talk about this more in the points, but what I saw when I put out the video on Instagram, like I said, I got a lot of pushback from younger males, many of them black males, who were saying something around the concept of, well, look, if you're good at what you do, you're good at what you do. No, if you put on the suit doesn't mean necessarily that you're any more professional, any more quote-unquote business than somebody else, or somebody left some, they repeated some random cliche, well, Sheep, I mean, wolves don't think about the opinions of sheep or something like that, which has no context whatsoever to what I was talking about. But again, I mean, this person was not sheep themselves. I mean, relative to me, they're a sheep. Leaving that comment, this has no relevance whatsoever to what I was talking about. But it's interesting that they can repeat that cliche, right? So I want to make sure that I'm being really, really clear on why these things matter. Again, I gave you, I referred you to other episodes in the history of the show to help you understand that this is not a new idea to me. And even though I've changed my positions on certain things over time, this one has not changed. But let me give the context so you understand. Let's get into our points. Number one, again, the topic again today is why your uniform matters. When you go to a job interview, males, you put on a suit, right? Ladies, when you go to a job interview, you put on the male equivalent of a suit, whatever that is for you. I don't know what for men is pretty basic for us. It's pretty easy for us. We just put on a suit. We all get that. Ladies, you got a few more choices than a man has. But in general, you put on the female version of a suit. When you go to a wedding or a funeral, what do you put on? A suit for men and ladies, again, the female version of it. I'm not going to keep saying that, but y'all get it. When I say a suit, I'm saying the female version of whatever that is for you. And then there's the male. It's literally the suit. If you have to go to court, what do you put on? When you see the president of the United States or actually the president of damn near any country, except where they wear some type of where they have some special type of clothing they wear in certain countries, maybe where they're kings and queens and things like that or head coverings. But for the presidents, prime ministers, any heads of state, they all wear when they're doing official business. What are they wearing? A suit. CEOs, when they're having their annual meetings, we know that there are sometimes exceptions to this, but generally speaking, when a CEO is speaking at the annual meeting for their company and all the other people who work there are showing up to the event, what do they wear? They wear a suit. Why do you wear a suit though? Why is this such a thing? Why is this a commonly accepted behavior? The reason why we, all of us, wear a suit in these situations is because a suit is a way of communicating respect for the venue, respect for the event, and respect for the other people in attendance. That's the purpose of wearing the suit. The most important male in the room is usually the best dressed male in the room. Can we, can we agree to that general point? Now, are there exceptions to this? Yes, there are exceptions to every rule, but we all know that exceptions prove the rule. If you want to hear the episode of my show, where I actually talked about that, there is, let me see if I can find it. I had to look for it, but I know I've done an episode on that. Exceptions prove the rule. OK, so anytime that you can point out an exception to a general point, uh, that doesn't mean that you're debunking the general point. All it means is you're actually proving it, because if you can point out the exceptions, that means that the rule is still the rule. OK, so that's why we have to speak in generalities. We otherwise wouldn't be, even be able to have conversations. But i point out these little details just to knock down any of the shallow minded people who might want to come in and point out an exception as if that's debunking the point, which is not. This is why it's always recommended that every man, any of you who's, and again, this is not coming from me, is always recommended that every man should own at least one suit. Any women, all of you could probably agree to this point, that a man should own at least one suit, even if you're not a person who is a suit wearer, even if not, you wouldn't wear one on your own accord, there may be a day when you need it. Again, you get invited to a wedding or a funeral, you need to go to some special business meeting or a job interview, right, what are you going to show up in? Right, you got to have one. On special occasions, when you want to show the utmost respect for the venue and the people that you're around, you wear a suit. I think everyone can generally agree to this point. Point number two, topping again today, is why your uniform matters. So now we understand the value of the suit and how and all the situations in our lives when we want to show a high level of respect for the other people and for the venue, and we know it's a very important occasion, we all put on a suit. Here's the thing. A suit is the uniform of professionalism, whether you like it or not. It is the uniform of professionalism, just like the uniform of an athlete is what? Uh, tennis shoes, which is you know, basketball sneakers, athletic sneakers, sweatpants, shorts, T-shirts. You no, know, if we're not actually doing the workout, we might have a hat on. That's the uniform of an athlete, which is why I said in the podcast episode also said this in the video that I put on YouTube and on Instagram, is that when I would walk around in my buildings and I have lived in for the last you know, 14 or so years, condominium buildings, which means I'm in a place that is a condensed space with hundreds of people living in it. And we all get on and off the elevators all the time. So you see all your neighbors all the time every day. And because I was up and down the elevator so often, and I'm a guy who is in, for the most part, an anomaly in the kind of place that I lived, tall black guys, not that many of us walking around these buildings. It's not like it's none, but it's way more of people who don't look like guys than it is people who do look like us. I would stand out and people would notice me and they would see all right, this guy has on basketball sneakers, basketball shorts. He's tall, athletic build. You look like a basketball player. People will say that to me all the time. Why would they say that to me? It's not necessarily because I was that tall. I mean, I'm 6'4", which is like right at the cutoff point for where people look at you and say, you must be a basketball player. It's not like I'm 6'10". I'm 6'4". So I could tell somebody I'm a teacher or a lawyer and you would agree with me. You would believe me. You wouldn't say you have to be a basketball player at my height. But because I had the, on the uniform of an athlete, Uh, Well, people would assume that I was an athlete. Why? Because I had on the uniform of an athlete. The uniform of a professional is a business suit. That is the uniform. Doesn't necessarily mean that just because you have it on, you are a professional or a business person. But when you're wearing the uniform, what are people inclined to think? They're inclined to think that that is what you're doing. When I was wearing basketball gear, listen, I may be the worst basketball player in the world. I might be a volleyball player. I might be a school teacher. I might be a person who sells the iPads. I might work at the Apple store. But because you saw me wearing a basketball player's uniform, you would assume that I was a basketball player because I was wearing the uniform. It's just like the story I told you from years back when I was growing up in my neighborhood, maybe around age 15, 16. One of my neighborhood basketball coaches was talking to one of my peers. And my neighborhood basketball coach said to one of these guys who was around my age, he said, man, I was driving around the neighborhood and I saw you talking to this other kid. I saw you stand on the corner with a bunch of dudes who smoke weed. And then he said to the player, he followed up the statement by saying, Are you smoking weed? And this is way before smoking weed was anywhere close to being generally accepted. And the player said, No, I'm not smoking weed. And the guy said, Well, look, I saw you standing around with a bunch of dudes who smoke weed. And the guy said, Well, just because I'm standing around guys who smoke weed all the time, then, well, let me correct what he said. Coach said, I saw you hanging around these dudes, and I know that those dudes smoke weed all day, and you're hanging with them. So that's why I'm assuming that you smoke weed. And the player said, Well, Just because I'm hanging with guys who smoke weed doesn't mean I smoke weed. And the coach said, indeed. However, if you were hanging around a bunch of dudes who deal drugs, what do you think everybody's going to think about you? If you're hanging around a bunch of gay guys, what are guys going to think about you? If you're hanging around a bunch of people who smoke weed, what is everybody going to think about you? It was an excellent argument that people associate the way you show up with what they generally believe about how you're presenting yourself. If you're hanging around people who do a certain thing and you're with them. Then people are going to assume that you're in it too. I think all of us, again, couldn't agree with that. The uniform of professionalism is a business suit, period. Whether you agree with it or not, whether you can point out an exception or not, whether you work at a company where people don't wear suits, but they still make money, doesn't change the general rule. IBM founder Thomas Watson, way back in the day, there was a point where he wanted to boost the effectiveness of his sales force. So you know what he did? You know what Thomas Watson did when he wanted the IBM sales force to be better? He professionalized them. He made everybody who worked there wear a white shirt, a tie, a suit, make sure their shoes were shined. They had to have a certain haircut and so forth. For you sports fans, the New York Yankees, when you play for the New York Yankees, you know that there's a certain facial hair style that you're allowed to have and certain facial hair you're not allowed to have. That You have to have your hair cut a certain way when you play for the New York Yankees. This is an actual fact. You can all look this up and find it. The way that you show up And the reason why this matters is because the way that you show up affects how other people see you and it affects how you see yourself. As a matter of fact, when I was in high school, there was a recruiter who came from Morehouse College. Those of you who don't know about Morehouse, it's a school that I believe Martin Luther King went there. I know Spike Lee went there. Many very prominent, well-known black men are what they call Morehouse men, people who went to Morehouse College, which is an HBCU, Historically Black College and University in Atlanta, Georgia. I got recruited to go to Morehouse coming out of high school in Philadelphia. The only reason I did not attend Morehouse and I ended up attending Penn State was because the 50% scholarship that Morehouse offered me still, what still remained was other 50%. And Morehouse's yearly tuition, the last I looked it up, was $48,000 a year. So that other 50% was still a lot of money. And my family, let alone me, could afford that. So that's why I didn't end up going to Morehouse. But I remember when the Morehouse recruiter came to my high school, he said to us that once a week, when you go to Morehouse, when you're a student at Morehouse, it's all males, you must wear a suit all day, once a week, everybody on campus. And he followed up by explaining why this is. He said, the reason why we have you do this is because we want to have all of you prepared for the way you're going to dress when you get out into the professional world after college. And I remember hearing that. This is 1999. when He's saying this. I graduated high school in 2000. And I completely mentally rejected that idea that isn't the reason why I ended up not going to Morehouse. I just told you why. But I remember hearing that and saying, man, I don't want to wear this suit because I knew what I wanted to do after high school. I mean, after college, I wanted to play basketball professionally. Basketball players don't wear a suit. Basketball players wear shorts and t-shirts. And that's what I wanted to do. And those of you who have been following my work for years, you know, that's pretty much what I did wear. And I don't want to wear a suit. I don't need to wear a suit because I'm not going to go into a world where I'm going to need to wear a suit. And I knew I wanted to get into entrepreneurship where I could kind of call my own shots anyway. So I completely mentally rejected this idea. But years later, 20 or so years later, I can see that this man's words could not have been more accurate because what Morehouse was preparing men to do was not become basketball players. As you know, there's few and far between those who make it, regardless how many want to make it, is that Morehouse was preparing men to be professionals, to work in a professional world. And he was communicating. He didn't say it in so many words, but I'm saying it for him now that the uniform of a professional is a business suit. That's exactly what he was saying over 20 years ago. And that idea has not changed. The way that you show up affects how other people see you. And it affects also how you see yourself. Any of you males and ladies too. If you're a person who normally wears you no know, casual clothing, as many of you, again, if you've seen me, you see that I would normally wear casual clothing. When you are normal casual clothing wear, but then you put on a suit or the female version of a suit, do you carry yourself a different way? Do you move around a different way? Do you feel a different way when you put that different uniform on? Of course you do. We all do. And let me make a clear distinction. The suit itself does not make you a professional any more than a pair of Jordan sneakers would make you a basketball player. This is something that I've even said on stages when I'm talking to audiences of professionals. I tell them, well, just because you have a suit on doesn't make you a pro. And if I gave you a pair of Jordan sneakers out of my closet, that wouldn't make you a basketball player. But That doesn't change the fact that it's still the uniform, right? Somebody could put on a basketball uniform, be a terrible basketball player. Doesn't change the fact they had a uniform on. Just like a basketball player wears basketball sneakers and shorts, a professional wears a suit. This is just a fact. This does not exclude a basketball player from wearing a suit. And it does not exclude a professional from wearing sneakers. Again, I've been both of those people. As they say, when in Rome, you do as the Romans. And as I talked about in episode 2245, I didn't always think this way. But when the idea was presented to me in an objective way, I had to agree with that. I said, you know what? That actually makes sense. For example, a company who wants to, and there were some people who will point out these exceptions, and maybe somebody might even be thinking of it while they listen to me right now. Company who wants to communicate a casual energy, they'll say, well, wear whatever you want at work. I mean, it doesn't change the fact that we're still generating business and we're still serving our clients and customers. I've been to Silicon Valley. And I walked around the Google campus. I literally walked around the Google campus. I passed the Google buildings, the Facebook buildings, the LinkedIn buildings, where well, other companies were there. Those are the three companies I remember seeing when I was in Silicon Valley. And I didn't see, when I walked around the Google campus specifically, they had the biggest space. I didn't see not a single business suit, no business suits. I saw a whole lot of shorts. I saw t-shirts. I saw if they were dressed like me. I, I could have passed for a worker at Google at that time. And Google does billions of dollars in business every single year. So not wearing a suit does not mean that you can't make money. And again, listen, I've been in business for over 10 years. And for the most of that period, I wasn't walking around in a suit. So I definitely can agree with this point. Case in point, as I just said. But I've been in business for over a decade. And if that same company, XYZ, whatever company, Google, LinkedIn, Facebook, your company, whoever you work for, the company that you own, that company wants to communicate that they are more formal guess what they're going to do? They're going to tell everybody on that stab to start wearing suits. And the company, by the way, calls the shots, not you. So there was somebody who left a comment on my Instagram and they were saying that they work at a company that did 8 billion in revenue last year, yet nobody wears a tie or a sport coat. And then they added in, well, look, you can do what you want, Dre. I feel you. I understand what you're saying, but the world is changing. This is what this person left in the quote. All right. And I let's address this comment that this person made. First of all, they didn't say what company they work for. Secondly, sir, you work for the company, which means you're not calling any shots. So him talking about the world is changing is a laughable argument point, because if you think the world is changing, okay, what if your boss called you and said, hey, sir, who works for this company, did eight billion last year, assuming that this guy's telling the truth. What if his boss says to him, all right, starting Monday morning, everybody who comes to work here has to show up in a business suit or you won't work here anymore. All right, let's see what he has to say to his boss about how much the world is changing. So he left out a very important point that he still is an employee working at a company. If that company tells him to do something, he either does it or he gets fired. But he's talking about how the world is changing. See, the world is changing when you're leaving comments on Instagram, but it's not changing when you got to show up at work and your boss tells you what to do. So it's not changing as much as we think it is. It's easy to say, much harder to do. And this is what people do when they're trying to pull These small examples that they claim to be exceptions to a point that's being made to try to prove themselves right, but they leave out the context. I just added the context for you just so everybody understands that. And I even said as much to this individual. And of course, they didn't have anything to say back to that. They didn't actually respond to what I said back to them. But this is the whole point. In episode number 1612, I told you how to formulate and present a practical and logical argument. One of the keys to formulating, presenting a practical and logical argument is that you can't leave out the strong points of the other side's argument. You can't just present the points that make you sound right and sound accurate, but leave out the points that may disprove the point that you're trying to make. So it's always interesting to me when people try to use some hand-picked example that supports their point while leaving out any context or information that would disprove the point that they're trying to make. This is a common theme on social media. So be careful if you want to hop on it and get into conversations with anybody, especially in the comment section. But also, as I said in episode 2078, examples do not prove arguments. They can support arguments, but they are not proof. The companies make the rules and the people who determine whether you move up or down, whether you get paid or don't get paid, They're still the ones who tell you what it is. You either comply or you're outside on your ass. All right, that has not changed at all. So this person talking about the world is changing while they're being told what to do, being told what they can and can't do, makes no sense at all. Completely removes context from the point. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is why your uniform matters. Number three, in episode number 2235, I explained right before the the episode on the business suits. I told you why selling out is actually buying in. And I find it especially true in the black community, specifically with males and usually younger males, males who are under, let's say, often under 30, but definitely under 40 as well, that we generally don't like the idea of making adjustments to our approach if we feel that that adjustment is impugning on our individuality or forcing us to change the approach that we've had for many years into adulthood. And this is why somebody thirty five may reject the concept of what I'm even talking about here today, that the uniform of business is a business suit. They reject that because they're 32 years old and maybe you got a good job and you're making enough money to take care of yourself and maybe your family. And you're like, well, I've gotten this far with this. Why do I need to change? Why are you even saying that I may need to do something different? I find with black males, a lot of us have this. We reject this, this concept that we may just need to do something different. What we've been doing up to this point. Like putting on a suit on a regular basis. Somebody with no zero posts and 59 followers on Instagram had left a comment on mine saying something along the lines of, Well, Dre, why would you even care what other people think about you? Or just because you're wearing a suit doesn't make you a business person, just means that you're wearing a suit. These are points that I've already addressed. Now, personally, I used to think along these lines. So I understand this person. I don't know who they are. They didn't, of course, know name or anything like that. I used to think along these lines. I get it. But The experience and objective reasoning that I've talked about has caused me to change the way that I look at things, as I said in twenty two thirty five and twenty two forty five, which is why I thought about them the way that I have. First of all, why you care about how other people think of you is because what other people think of you is literally your brand. So to address this person's question, no point in addressing it on IG when only that person would, for the most part, see it. I can take what that person said and I can address it to my entire audience. You should care what other people think about you. So the thing about what other people's ideas about you are, their opinions about you. There are many different schools of thought on this, and all of you have to understand this is the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Okay, so let me explain this and everybody listen carefully. Knowledge is when you understand certain things, i.e., when you can repeat cliches and talking points that you've heard on the internet, such as somebody says something, well, wolves don't care about the opinions of sheep, or what other people think about you is not your business. These are all cliché comments that and cliches are. They become cliche because they're often based in truth. But you must understand that just because something is a truth does not mean the opposite cannot also be the truth. For example, Robert Greene's, my favorite book, 48 Laws of Power, there's a chapter in there where he talks about why you should know when to kind of make yourself quiet and not draw too much attention to yourself. But there's another chapter in the book where he says you should draw attention at all costs. Well, which one is it? It's both. See, wisdom is your understanding of knowledge and being able to put knowledge in its proper place and use it when at the right times and not use it at other times. This is where a lot of shallow arguments fall flat. This is where people can point out a cliche that supports what they're thinking, but they completely ignore the other cliche that completely contradicts what they're thinking. So should you care what other people think about you? On one level, absolutely not, because you are you and you're the only one who has to go home with you and sleep with you and live with you and die with you. On the other hand, you absolutely should, because what other people think of you will determine whether or not you can get a job, whether you can make a sale, whether you can get a date whether your brand is strong or weak, whether you'll be able to move forward or not move forward, whether you get a yes or a no on that application. So, yes, there are times you should care and there are times you should not care. And your job as a wise individual is understanding when each time is which and not making a mistake about it. So to answer the question, the general question is somebody said, why should you care what other people think about you? I just told you. And as far as the wearing the suit in business, I've already explained that. So That's why you care about what other people think about you. Any of you who's ever been worried about that or concerned or you're trying to figure out which one is it, the answer is it is both. And this is why thinking matters, because it's not just let me get a thought in my mind or a talking point that I've heard from somebody. and Let me just live my life based on that talking point. No, it requires you to think, which means at some point you may have to follow some talking point you have in your head. And other times you got to throw it away and ignore it. And while you can have people think you are one way and be completely different than what people think about you, why cause yourself to have to swim upstream against people's perception of you if you can have them preconditioned to already be thinking exactly what you want them to think? Why swim upstream? Why make the job harder than it needs to be? And if you actually are the person that you want people to see you as, why not just show up that way and make it easy? Why not just confirm what they're already thinking? And let's keep the truth about human beings in mind, okay? Most people look at things in very standard ways. In other words, most people, and this is a general point and general points matter because general points refer to most individuals on the planet. And for you to get along and get ahead in life, you're going to have to deal with people. So this does matter. When you see a guy walking around with a white tee and basketball shorts and some Jordan sneakers on, what do you think he is? You may think he's an athlete. If he's tall enough and has a body shape, you would think he's an athlete. When you see a person in a suit and dress shoes, what do you think they are? You probably think there's some form of professional who does some form of business working with professional people. Why is this? Because it's a general concept, it's a general idea that we have about people. These are not my ideas. These are standard human expectations, at least in the United States, they are. Listen, I don't have a problem with you wanting to prove a point by going against the grain of expectation and then showing people that their assumptions were incorrect. Listen, I did that for years. All right, so I'm the last person who's gonna tell you that that is wrong to do that. The question is, is it worth the investment of doing the extra work needing to do that when you could easily have your image working for you instead of having your image work against you why do the extra work i can understand it in your youth now if you're 22 i can understand you not really wanting to hear what i'm saying right now because youth always looks for ways to go against the grain to go against what is already being expected of them i've been that person i get it but if you're over the age of 35 you should be past that idea all right that's the time when the maturity kicks in. They say that most males, the general male brain does not reach maturity till around age 40. So that's when the maturity kicks in. I shouldn't be hearing this with somebody 46. They shouldn't be arguing against what I'm saying here. doesn't mean you have to do it, but you should at least understand it. And specifically in the black community, we need to get past this because as much as people like to talk about, well, black people are not caught up in business. They're not caught up in wealth gap. We're not caught up in how much we're earning. And these people are doing this and black people can't get to this. But at the same time, you don't want to play the game. You don't want to buy into what the game is. You want the game to come around to where you are. That's not really the way that it works. But let's move on to point number four. So I have more to say on this. Topic once again is why your uniform matters. Further point for blacks, as I already started in on. It's interesting to me how a lot of woke black people like right, to talk about how there is this wealth gap, how black people aren't getting the same opportunities in a professional world, They're not advancing professionally, economically as fast as white people. Yet when it comes time to play the game, as I talked about in episode 1210, they want to go against the grain. So who controls the game? All right. People say a lot of black people like to talk about how well white people control the game and they control businesses and they control industry and they control these professions. So then knowing that they control it, understanding that this to be the truth, if you believe this. Then, if they're the ones who control the game, wouldn't it make sense that you play the game by the rules that they have so you can at least get in it and then you can change it from the inside? Then, wouldn't that just make sense? Or uh, you want to stand outside of the game and tell them that they got to change the game to make it easier for you? Well, why do they need to do it? What do they get? If you can't answer that question, then it makes no sense. Your argument doesn't make any sense. It's landing on deaf ears. So, the question is do you want to win the game or are you trying to prove a point and serve your ego? And sometimes you got to choose between the two. Let me ask that question again. Do you want to win the game as it is presently constructed, or are you trying to prove a point and serve your ego? See, trying to prove a point and serving your ego can lead to martyrdom. That's where you lose the game. You're on the outside looking in, but you can say, well, hey, I stood my ground. I proved my point. You're standing there with your arms folded on the outside of the room looking in on everybody else who's on the inside of the game. Is that what you want? If that's what you want, fine. Play that game if that's what you want to do. But if you want to actually win the game, then you got to play the game by the present rules. And the present rule is the uniform of a business person is a business suit. And putting on a business suit doesn't make you any less black, doesn't make you any less real. What it does is it allows other people to see you in the image of a business person. They will have a preconceived idea that you're a business person. And then when they find out that you actually are, you're going along with what they already expected of you, which hopefully, maybe, increases the chances that they do whatever you want them to do for, with, or to you. I don't see a problem with this. You consider it to be selling out. I consider it to be buying in. That's what I talked about in episode 2235. Which one are you trying to do? Again, are you trying to prove a point from outside the room? Are you trying to get in the room? Which one do you want to do? This is a question that you have to answer, and there's no right or wrong answer, but let's be clear that you are making a choice based on your actions. You have a right to go against the grain if you want. Generally speaking, people like to do business with, associate with, and hang people who are similar to them. In many ways, most of your friends are similar to you in many ways, in the way you think, the way you walk, the way you talk, the things you like, the things you don't like, what you're interested in. there may be some of course, there's some similarities between all human beings, but generally, the people you associate with most and the people you do business with the most usually have a lot of similarities with. That's why you do business with them. Business is personal and not personal at the same time. I had someone who had texted me and asked me about that, and I believe it was episode 21:14. Yes, episode 2114. Business is always personal and never personal. Meaning, if you want to do business with a person, you probably should show them not just that you're good at what you do, but also that you have some similarities to them, just in the way that you think and the way that you live and your mindset and the way that you show up. Why? Because it's easier for us to do business with people who are similar to us than it is to twist our minds into understanding why we should do business with someone who's very different from us. Again, you can make the game easier for you or you can make it harder. It is your choice, but understand you are making a choice. You can go against the grain. Just understand you are choosing to go against the grain. And it is your right to do it. Just understand that when you exercise a right, that doesn't necessarily mean that the game is supposed to get easier for you. and It doesn't mean that the rest of the world is supposed to lay down and subjugate themselves to you exercising your rights. You exercising your rights might actually make it harder for you to win. There's a difference between exercising your rights and doing things that win the game. Everybody get it? Are you playing on a basketball team. You may think it's your right to shoot the ball every time you touch it and you have a right to do it if you're on the court. It's legal for you to shoot the ball, but if the coach decides to take you out of the game and not put you back in, okay, that's the choice that you made. You exercise your right to shoot every time. The coach exercised their right to put you on the bench. And just understand what game you're playing when you make these choices. So if you exercise your right and you make the game harder for yourself, don't complain about it when you realize that the game got harder. As long as we can agree to that, we're all on the same page. Cool? Good. Let's recap today's class, which is why your uniform matters. As I talked about in episode 2245 about business suits, I realized that some people had strong reactions to this. So that's why I have made this follow up episode to that topic. Point number one, when you're at a job interview, you wear a suit at a wedding or funeral court date. The president wears a suit. CEOs wear suits. You wear a suit to communicate respect for the venue, the event and for the people in attendance. Sure, there are exceptions, but we all understand that when you want to show respect for a venue and for other people, you put a suit on male or the female version of a suit. Everyone can agree with this general point. Point number two, a suit is a uniform of professionalism. Now, when Thomas Watson wanted to boost the effectiveness of his sales force at IBM, he made all of them start dressing more professionally. White shirts, ties, suits, shine shoes, clean haircuts, and so forth. New York Yankees. You sign with New York Yankees and you have a certain amount of facial hair, you got to cut it off. Now, that's an absolute fact. Look it up. And this is a clear distinction. The suit itself does not make you a professional anymore than some sneakers make you a basketball player doesn't change the fact that it is a uniform. When you're in Rome, you do as the Romans. I've been to Silicon Valley, walked around the Google campus, and Google does billions of dollars in business. So I didn't see too many people walking around with suits on. But if a company decides they want to communicate more formally, what do they do? They put everybody in suits. They don't put them in khakis and t-shirts. They put them in suits. Somebody left a comment, said they work in some company that did a lot of revenue, yet nobody wears a tie or a sport coat, saying that the world is changing. Well, the world's not changing that much because if that same company said, put a suit on Monday morning or you're fired, that same individual talking that shit on Instagram will be fired if they didn't come in with a suit. So it's not changing as much as you like to think that it is. In episode number 16, 12, we talked about how to formulate an argument. If y'all haven't listened to that episode. Go listen to it. And remember that examples do not prove arguments. Just because you can point out an exception to a rule does not change the fact that the rule is still the rule. It actually proves it even stronger. Point number three, in episode twenty two thirty five, I told you why selling out is actually buying in. It's very true with a lot of males, young males that They feel like they're having their individuality impugned on when they are forced, quote unquote, to change their approach. Well, understand that unless your name is on the door of whatever company you work for, you really don't have a right to any individuality. If you want individuality, start your own company. You hire your own people. You can do things the way that you want to do. them. But if you don't have the game to do that, then shut the hell up and keep working. Play the game. Somebody left a comment that said, why would you care what other people think about you? Well, here's why you should care what other people think about you, because what other people think about you is literally your brand. And your brand can work for you or it can work against you before you even say a word. And again, if you have a brand, then you understand this. But if you have zero posts and 59 followers like this person on Instagram did, then maybe you don't have a brand, which is why they don't quite understand it the same way that I understand it. Which is why I'm on a mic and they're in the comments. But let's keep the truth about most human beings in mind. Most people look at things in very standard ways. You see a person with a t-shirt and shorts and sneakers on, you think that they're some kind of athlete. I mean, that's the way they dress all the time. Again, of course, business person can put on casual gear for the weekend or on a fishing trip. I get it. And an athlete can put on the suit, they're going to a wedding. I get it. I'm talking about the way that they generally show up. See somebody in a business suit and dress shoes, you think that they're doing some kind of business. At least that's the way they show up all the time. So the question is, is it worth the investment of doing the extra work to fight against the way you presented yourself because you're something different or should you just play the game as it is already set up? And then this is the question that you have to answer. Point number four, further point for black males. It's interesting to me how a lot of woke black people like to talk about a wealth gap, opportunity gap, economic gap, et cetera. Yet when it comes time to play the game, like I talked about in episode 1210, they want to go against the grain. Are you trying to prove a point or are you trying to win the game? And you have to choose which one matters more to you because a lot of people, it appears to me, want to prove a point. And, you know, they want to be a black fist in the air militant on social media. But then come Monday morning, they're showing it up at that job. Yes, sir. No. So doing what that boss tells them to do. So, listen, you want to play that role on social media? Fine. Go ahead and be who you want to be. But understand in the end, you can exercise your rights as long as you're not impugning on anyone else's freedoms to do whatever you want to do. Just understand that exercising your right may make the game harder for you to win. And if that happens, don't complain about it as if you didn't make the choice in the first place. All that said. Text me to get the daily motivation straight to your phone every single day. My number is 305-384-6894. When I mean, you're ready to step into the Work On Your Game system, that's my nine-part system. It takes the pro-athlete mindset, codifies, and systematizes it for you to apply to your business and your everyday life. You only have to lift weights to do it. Go to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day.